Uh, Rich, um, Monte Carlo 2022 um Launched the season, obviously. Seb Loeb and um, Isabel Galmiche uh, gave you victory on that particular event. It was a great result, for obviously, for Seb. And um, obviously launched the season. But in many ways, it was it, it, it turned around to be a very tough season. And uh, topsy-turvy um, hill climb, basically, for, uh, for the rest of the year. Yeah, I mean, it was a tremendous beginning. Um, probably the most difficult way to, to set us up for the season, really, because, you know, the expectations are that you're going to win every rally, but unfortunately that wasn't the case for us. But, um, you know, and, uh, you know, the memories from that event will live on for a long time. But uh, the rest of the event was, the rest of the year was a little bit tricky. But uh, we still had some, some pretty good times throughout the season, and I think we can still be happy with what happened next last year, sorry. And um, we're already looking forward to next year now. Absolutely. 2023, obviously, uh, lineup will be somewhat different to what we'd be used to. What's interesting is we've got 58-year-old um, Jordan Serradiris, who is going to be taking over, uh, obviously, the, the mantle of the drive on Monte Carlo. Um, interesting character, but he's going to do some of those, what I call the, the sort of tougher long-distance rallies, isn't he? Yeah, Jordan is is a um, very good customer of ours, and you know he's he's had a passion for rally all his life, and you know he's in a fortunate position where he can um, rally a, a Puma, and uh, he wants to you know put himself up against the best in the world, and I think he's very realistic of what he can achieve. Um, but you know it's great to see people, and that's what I think is so good about rallying is, is being able to see people actually compete at the same time against the best in the world right next to them and be involved side by side with these kind of guys you know you can't do that in any other form of racing so you know it's great to have him on board he's a good supporter of the team always has been and you know it's always good fun when he's around and, and having fun on the events with us um but like i said i think he's very realistic of what he can achieve um and uh you know we're, we're happy to incorporate him into the team and and have him uh on selected events with us this year more 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 often than not they're a nice uh sunny warm events um but he wanted to try monte carlo as a challenge as well so uh, i look forward to seeing him out on those stages in in a few weeks time mexico sardinia and kenya are, are going to be on his uh on his schedule and then of course we've got uh, the rest of the lineup uh, which is headed by Adrian Formo, who is going to be doing, um, uh, who is going to be doing a Rally Two program in 2023. Um, it's a step back in some respects for him, but in many ways, it probably was a necessary step back. Yeah, I mean, we have to be realistic. The number of cars we can we can run in Rally One. Um, you know, it's a bit more tricky now with the costs and, and unfortunately, the actual running costs of of the team are more of the um, stumbling block than the car. Um, but, you know, the cost of air freight and, and transports and logistics has been a huge impact on us. So we have to be realistic of what we can run. Um, and Adrian had, you know, there's no denying that he had a tricky season this year. And we still have a lot of faith in him. That's why he's still in the program. But we want to take him back to the Rally 2 where... It looks like the battle for Rally 2 next year is going to be one of the strongest we've seen in years. Um, and, you know, if you can prove your, your worth and your speed at that point, then, you know, you're going to be in a very good position. So that's our, our hope for him is that he just comes back one level, um, which, you know, a lot of things that people have written about is demotion. I fully disagree with that. I think it's just a sideways movement in his career. And we've done it a lot of time with, with other people. And it's gone on to work very well. Um, and I know Adrian will take it very seriously and put everything he can into to show.
showcasing the car and you know that rally two car is pretty much the most important part of our business so it's where we need to put a huge amount of resource as well um and you know we're looking forward to seeing the results that him and his new teammate gregoire munster can achieve um over the course of the season of course they're rallying the ford fiesta but in fact i mean the fiesta is going to be uh, phased out in the summer of 2023 by ford but are you still going to continue with a program with fiesta yeah, so we we knew for a while that Ford would discontinue the Fiesta model in the, sometime in the future, and um, you know that that decision's now been made. Um, but we stockpiled a lot of chassis, a lot of parts, expecting this news. So you know, in terms of our operation and our manufacturing of the cars, nothing's changed and nothing will change for the foreseeable. So you know, our customers can rest easy that uh, that the Fiesta is still going to be incredibly important part of the M Sport lineup and um, you know our goal next year is to showcase again and show that the car is is competitive and able to be um, you know a race winner and go up against the likes of the other manufacturers and also of course it's great to to uh, welcome back Oit Tanak uh, who uh, brings with him his 2019 world title but Oit obviously in many ways I mean he he developed his skills as a rally driver developed his his ability in the car and learned an awful lot with M Sport before he moved, obviously, to Hyundai. But it's good to welcome him back with the with the title in his pocket. But at the same time, I mean, he's he's going to be enjoying a, a, a new season. He's got a new co-driver alongside him. But uh, all in all, uh, a great head-up uh, for the package. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a bit of a uh, dream-come-true moment, uh, again, for myself. You know, having someone like Wade back in the team is fantastic and, you know, something that's really important for us. I think he's genuine, genuinely the person that can help us to really showcase what the Puma's capable of. You know, we've seen how strong he was last season. Um, and, you know, having him back in the, in the in his home of where he began is something that's a really nice story. But, you know, there's probably a lot of expectation about what we can achieve next year, and it's going to be hard work to make it reality. But our goal is to do everything we can to give him and and Martin the, the best uh, equipment possible in order to uh, to try and go out there and be as competitive and be a championship challenger as that year progresses. I was talking about Mexico, but it reminded me about that uh, very dramatic moment when he and Rego ended up in that reservoir and uh, happily they survived that particular excitement. Yeah, I mean, for sure, I don't think we would like to... Uh, <laughs> to reenact that one I think that was a good one for the history books but that will probably do um, but uh, yeah it would be good that you know to try and share some good memories and new memories with the guys maybe not that one um, but yeah there's certainly some memories from the last time they were here as well absolutely Martin of course sitting alongside him in the co-driver seat for, since 2017 but obviously a very good partnership in the car yeah, um, you know, I think they're a very well gelled and developed team now. Um, and, you know, I have no doubt that they can do their side of the job to the highest level. So the pressure's on us to make sure we can do our side to the highest level. I feel it's a challenge we can we can uh, overcome. But, you know, it won't be easy. I think if it was easy to win world championships, everyone would be doing it. But realistically, it's going to be a lot of work to get that done. But we'll, um, we're going to do what we can to make sure we do everything possible um, to get some success. Another Frenchman, of course, joining the team and will continue. He's having a lot of success and has enjoyed a lot of success so far. But Pierre-Louis Loubet, um, I mean, joining the team for a full season this year. Yeah, um, Pierre had a, a really good season last year, selected events, but, you know, some of his performances were incredible, you know, leading Greece overnight and 
fastest stage times and um, you know going up against the might of the of the top guys in WRC and holding his own was a fantastic thing to see and you know we've been able to work together hard over the, the close season even though it's very short to find a way for him to come and compete the full season with us so look it's not going to be an easy year for him the pressure will ramp up as you're there all season people expect more um, but you know I think we can see that there is potential in him to to really look at being a future star and hopefully this is the start of his um, chance to kind of prove to the world what he's capable of. Absolutely. When we think about superstars like uh, Seb Loeb, of course, and obviously Seb, uh, Seb Ogier have been with the team and of course he won two titles for M Sport going back to uh, 17, 2017, 2018. So another Frenchman, obviously, with a lot of talent. But uh, the one thing that is noticeable, of course, is the sad, the, the, the sad loss of Gus Greensmith from the lineup. Yeah, I mean, you know, Gus has been with us for eight seasons, and um, you know, not not being able to continue at this moment is very tricky for all of us. But um, unfortunately, it's the reality of the situation sometimes. And you know, again, I believe that you know Gus's plans were still to be in the WRC and still be involved within WRC. Maybe just on this occasion, not with M Sport. But you know, I think for us, it's really nice to look back over these last eight years and shared so many memories with Gus and Charles and their family. Um, you know, seeing that first stage win this year was really nice to see. And I think, you know, this is definitely not the end of Gus's career. Um, again, a bit like Adrian, really, just a bit of a, uh, a um, you know, a direction off, off route of where they've been going at the moment to, to find a, a new path to begin and continue to, um, you know, develop himself as a driver. And I think there's still a long way to go in terms of um driver development and opportunities for Gus so it'd be great to still see him out there and um, we'll support him he's always welcome with us and you know it's, we've made some great memories along the way but obviously I mean the one thing that you've had to consider as far as M Sport is concerned is the fact that obviously you want to get yourselves back into uh, a front running position uh, for 2023 budgets obviously have had some effect and various other issues have, have obviously had an effect on what's happened in 2022 yeah and I think that's ultimately a lot of the reasons why the decisions we've had to make and the lineup we have is is where it is you know um it, it, it's it's maybe easier for the other teams to have the ability and the and the um, resources to be able to fund full programs with full cars on on every rally that's not what we can do so as usual we you know we just do everything that we can do that's possible for us with the resources we have um but i still think putting out oitanic and pierre louis is is an incredibly strong lineup for the season and something i'm very proud that we've managed to achieve obviously we'll uh, we'll have a catch-up before the start of the of, of the season but uh as far as the uh, Rally Monte Carlo is concerned, we're talking about the 19th to the 22nd of January. Uh, and presumably, obviously, you'll be preparing the cars ahead of that but and doing some testing, no doubt, between now and then or not. Um, so the testing regulations have changed for next year, so you get a lot less days than we used to. So our Monte test, along with all of the other teams, is likely to be the first uh, first week in 2023, um, which is why there hasn't been so many videos appearing at the moment of people testing for Monty. Um, so, you know, we'll hit the ground running as soon as we come back from the holidays. Um, and then we're going to have to have a very, we've got a very short period of time to do all we can to make sure that we're ready to go for that, that you know, the monumental uh, rally that is Monte Carlo that's only two and a half weeks into the new year. 
What about about the sort of background work behind the t- behind the, obviously the team and the mechanics, mechanics people who are involved behind the scenes? I mean, what what is the sort of situation in putting all that together? Bearing in mind that obviously budgets have some issue as far as the team is concerned. Um, you know, the guys are all back here at the moment working full time on re- rebuilding all of the cars. You know, all the cars have been stripped back to a chassis, bare chassis to be to be um, checked over, repaired if necessary, and rebuilt for the new season. So there's a hell of a lot of work going on in the background already. Um, you know, the calendar is very long. We run from January through to November. You don't really get much of a break at all. So, you know, we rely a lot on, on the, the guys and girls who are in the workshop. They do a fantastic job and, you know, they're still hard at work now and they're doing all they can to ensure that we are as prepared as possible for Monty in a few weeks. I think it's a great shame, of course, we don't have a British round in the World Rally Championship at the moment either, which is a, which is a, a little bit disappointing. Yeah, I think everybody that's a uh, British citizen or, or has followed rally would love to see um, a British event. You know, it's one of the ones that was iconic, and and we've always uh, you know seen some great action on British events. And I hope that one day we do get back to having an event here. But you know, in the short term, it doesn't seem like it's going to change particularly quickly, which is which is a real shame. But um, you know, I think. There's some equally good events on the calendar um, already, so I don't think we're we're in for a poor season. I think it's still going to be a fantastic year, and you know, ultimately, there's a lot of challenges on every single event, and that's what we're going to look forward to. Well, I'm sure you're going to enjoy a nice, restful, and enjoyable family Christmas, and also everybody's going to have a bit of a break away from uh, the pressures of the of the year ahead. But uh, can I wish you and obviously everybody at M Sport the very best wishes, and also likewise uh, to Anna and uh, and your your young child and now I have to remind myself what your child is called yeah little Alfie so yeah we took him to watch some tractors last night so he's a happy lad so uh, it'll be be a nice time to relax for a week or so with the family before it all goes uh, crazy again how old is Alfie now Um, 19 months fantastic stuff and he's growing up very quickly I've no doubt Uh, yes very he's getting very good at throwing stuff around now, you haven't got him an overall and, and, and driving gloves just yet than a helmet, have you? No, he'll be getting a set of golf clubs before that. <laughs> Rich, all the very best for, for, for 2023. We'll have a chat before, uh, obviously before Monty, but uh, can I wish you all the very best and uh, a very happy Christmas and a happy new year? Yeah, thank you. Same to you.